0: This is Bobby with your Catholic News Headlines for the week ending the 29th of November. In this week's news, the Year of Faith comes to a close in Rome. Pope Francis challenges the faithful in their approach to evangelisation. The National Catholic Education Commission calls for the government's assurance on future funding. Melbourne gears up for the Australian Catholic Youth Festival and Sydney's inaugural Social Justice Expo to help young people Put their faith in action. The Year of Faith came to a close last Sunday with a Mass at St. Peter's Basilica for the solemnity of Christ the King. Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI inaugurated the Year of Faith on the 11th of October 2012 to coincide with the 50th anniversary of the opening of the Second Vatican Council and the 20th anniversary of the promulgation of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Pope Francis thanked the Emeritus Pope in his homily stating that Benedict XVI gave us an opportunity to rediscover the beauty of the journey of faith begun on the day of our baptism, which made us children of God and brothers and sisters in the church. The Holy Father also reflected on the year of faith as a journey which has as its ultimate end our full encounter with God, and throughout which the Holy Spirit purifies us, lifts us up and sanctifies us so that we may enter into the happiness for which our hearts long. The Mass also provided an opportunity for pilgrims to venerate the relics of St. Peter, marking the first public display of the apostles' relics in history. Father Gino Silva from the Pontifical Council for the promotion of the new evangelization spoke to Vatican Radio about the significance of the event. And the whole purpose of, of the year of faith was to reawaken the faith of the first Christians in the hearts of present day and contemporary Christians. And so this final culminating sign confirmed once again that the door of For the encounter with Christ is always open and awaits to be crossed with that very same passion and enthusiasm and the very same conviction of the very first believers. Pope Francis has this week published his apostolic exhortation on the new evangelization called Evangelii Garium, the joy of the gospel. The 50,000-word exhortation covers a wide range of topics, including the missionary outreach and evangelizing activity of the Church, problems within contemporary society, and the spiritual motivations for mission. Throughout the document, Pope Francis emphasizes a need for Christian joy and a missionary focus at all levels and activities of the Church in order to effectively evangelize the world today. I dream of a missionary option, Pope Francis said. That is, a missionary impulse capable of transforming everything so that the church's customs, ways of doing things, times and schedules, language and structures can be suitably channeled for the evangelization of today's world rather than for her self-preservation. In concluding the exhortation, the Pope called upon Christians to be spirit-filled evangelizers, taking the example of Mary as the mother of evangelization. There is a Marian style to the church's work of evangelization, the Pope said. Whenever we look to Mary, we come to believe once again in the revolutionary nature of love and tenderness. The full document is available for download at Vatican.va. The National Catholic Education Commission, NCEC, has urged the federal government to confirm that Catholic schools will not be negatively impacted by its plans for school funding reforms. Federal Education Minister Christopher Pine this week announced that the government will guarantee school funding arrangements made by the former Labor government for the 2014 school year only. In 2015, a new funding model will be implemented based on that of the Howard government. NCEC Executive Director Ross Fox has asked that some sort of assurance be made for future funding of Catholic schools. Mr Fox said, funding certainly is essential so that the Catholic schools and systems can plan to support the current and future needs of students and staff. Catholic education systems need certainty that overall funding levels for Catholic education will at least remain at currently projected levels under any new funding model, he said. With one in five Australian children being educated in Catholic schools, Mr Fox emphasised that any proposals to change funding must be carefully considered. Catholic education includes students from all backgrounds, including some from some of the most disadvantaged communities, and operates a system of needs-based funding for its schools, he said. The Archdiocese of Melbourne is preparing to host over 3,000 young people from around the country next week for the inaugural Australian Catholic Youth Festival. The three-day festival, which is an initiative of the Australian Catholic Bishops' Conference, will centre around the theme, The Spirit of the Lord is Upon Me, from Luke 4.18, and will feature daily plenary sessions and some 120 workshops. Presenters include US-based musician Steve Ingrisano, Parramatta's Bishop Anthony Fisher, Star of the Abbey TV series Sister Hilda Scott, Collective Shout founder Melinda Tenkard-Reist and many more. Festival Park will open throughout the day featuring a large variety of amusements, activities and workshops in the grounds of the Australian Catholic University. The festival will run from Thursday the 5th to Saturday the 7th of December. A live broadcast of the plenary sessions and final mass will be broadcast via XT3.com. Over in Sydney, the Archdiocesan Justice and Peace Office will this Saturday host its inaugural Faith in Action Social Justice Expo. The expo will feature four talks from speakers including the Catholic Institute of Sydney's Dr Robert Tilley, and the Edmund Rice Centre's Phil Glendening, plus a range of exhibitors from various volunteer organisations. Quain Guevara from the Justice and Peace Office said the event has been organised as an opportunity for young people to find new ways of serving the church and the broader community. We heard that there was a lack of um, knowledge by the youth of just exactly where they can go terms of how they can get involved because they have all this passion but they don't really know where to go so um, I hope that the youth get out there and they sign up and they put their faith into action really. Among the exhibitors will be overseas volunteering organization Palms Australia who will have volunteers able to share their experiences abroad. Palms director Roger O'Halloran spoke to Cradio earlier this week about the opportunities available. Uh, you know, one one fellow spent these uh, two years in Bougainville, almost never seeing another white person while he was there, and uh, and really being integrated into the community uh, while he assisted them with the council administration, um, and and taught you know people there that um, that, that the processes for you know keeping their, their figures and 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 being transparent in that way. So, um, his he, he, his story is great. He also then went off to his Timor and did it again. So. You know, to get the opportunity uh, to, to talk to volunteers like that, people who have done it, is, uh, I would hope, uh, something that would uh, inspire others to follow. Faith in Action will run from 10am to 4pm on Saturday, the 30th of November, at the University of Notre Dame's Sydney campus. For more information or to hear the full interview with Roger O'Halloran, check out the radio website. That's it for this week's headlines. Thanks for listening. For more details of those stories or for more Catholic talks, interviews and programs, visit radio.org.au.